Welcome to our Christmas podcast series for 2022. I'm Joe, and today I'm again joined by Father Neil Vaney, the pastoral director at the Catholic Inquiry Centre. Father Neil, one thing that you've been chatting to me about recently is the importance of the small and insignificant. Yes, sometimes with Christmas advertising, it's on about the biggest gifts and the most expensive and the great trips, and it keeps on pushing us for big, big hopes, which often fail us. But sometimes it's small things that happen that really touch us. I remember that very vividly when I was helping out with 30-day retreats, the Ignatian exercises at Green Meadows in the 1980s. And at that time, for the first time, there were a lot of religious sisters who'd worked basically in convents and all sorts of work for whom uh, that was a very, very busy day. So they just finished doing about eight or nine days of intensive prayer, silence, and one-to-one work with their directors. And so then it came Christmas Day, and of course that was a day of great joy and celebration after such hard work. But one of the things one of the sisters said to me, and it still stays with me, she said, normally if I'm in the convent, Christmas Day is such heavy work. We prepare heaps of food, we have to set everything up, we clean up, we wash everything. And sometimes about three or four in the afternoon, we're utterly, totally exhausted. And she said, here, of course, you've still got brothers who do that in the kitchen. They've prepared all the food, they've served it, they've made this place look beautiful, and they've cleaned everything up. And she said, that has been an incredible, wonderful gift to me, and I'll remember this all my life. And that sort of set me thinking about what are the important gifts and what's the whole history of giving gifts at Christmas? Where does this come from? Well, in fact, the tradition goes way back to the figure of St. Nicholas, who was a real bishop in the 4th century. And lots of stories grew around him because he was extraordinary in the sense he was very, very generous. And there's wonderful stories like he saved a number of young men and women from prostitution and death by bringing anonymous gifts of gold. And it still lives on because some of you might have noticed if you've ever seen pawn shops in bigger cities that outside there's a sign which often has three gold balls on it. And that actually goes back to St. Nicholas. He gave the gold and that's been preserved. Interestingly enough, this became a really strong custom in the 12th century in, in the Netherlands or Holland where the Dutch name for him was Sinterklaas, which becomes our Santa Claus. So in many ways, the whole thing about Santa Claus and giving, although it's become very secularized today, has profoundly, deeply Christian roots. And in our own times, or not so far back, in the 18th century, a lot of Dutch settlers went to New York. And of course, the name of that in in the first years was New Amsterdam. And they brought this custom of giving gifts on the 6th of December, which is his feast day. And that's the background of this famous Christian poem, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas." And that was composed by a fellow called Clement Clark Moore in 1823 in New York. And even if we don't know the poem itself, I'm quite sure when you hear it, you'll realize, yes, I've heard that as a kid or some stage in my life. It goes like this. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house "'not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. "'The stockings were hung by the chimney with care "'and hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. 
So this whole thing really has profoundly deep Christian roots, which we tend to forget. It's also a really good reminder to us too that there are lots of poor and needy people still in New Zealand, and many of them probably are hidden away in small places in the neighbourhood or the places where we live. And even to go and visit them and bring little gifts, little comforts to elderlies and shut-ins and lonely people in our neighbourhood, it really preserves this whole tradition which goes way, way back to the 4th century in St Nicholas, that he was the one who brought unexpected gifts. Often they were things that made people's lives possible to live with dignity again. It's also a reminder that God cares specially for those sorts of marginalised people. A good example of that, actually, again, is the shepherds. At the time of Jesus, they were often despised because they were unclean. They couldn't do the ceremonial washings that were very important in Judaism, and they couldn't fulfil the Sabbath obligations. So they were often seen as unclean, despised, and God had no care for them at all. And yet they were the ones who were called to be there when Jesus was born. And it's the angels who came, who sang and gave the gift of God's blessing to them, not the rich or the powerful or the priestly classes in Israel. So let's recall this Christmas as we think about giving gifts, we give gifts and receive them. Let's remember it's not mainly a commercial or society thing. It actually goes back to the deepest roots of Christianity and it's to respect people and their needs and their uniqueness and it's a gift of God which is given indirectly through other people. Brilliant, Neil. Um, yes, the poem, um, The Night Before Christmas, was definitely one of the favourites in our house and uh, the reading of that poem always brought uh, very happy expectations from my children as they knew Christmas was approaching and uh, the line that it was all quiet out um, in the house and you couldn't even hear a mouse was always uh, laughed at. So that's, that's brilliant Neil and thank you very much for sharing those thoughts and thank you to you our audience for joining us in our Christmas podcast series. Um, we encourage you to continue joining us over the next few weeks because Christmas Day is certainly fast approaching.